I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Millwall Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. I'm tickled pink here, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is very, very bright. Look at these the two. Oh, the, t- the big Millwalls just walked in in their pink tops. Totally uncoordinated <laughs> as well, John. That's yeah, the thing. You rang each other this morning. <laughs> it's, actually, I, it's actually Millwall's third kit. Is it? Yeah. In the sunshine, I have to say, you guys are looking great. You look you look the dogs. You know, I rang dogs. him up. I was like, what are you wearing, Harry? What are you wearing? <laughs> Bring on. There's too many Essex connotations going on with that. I know. <laughs> oh, dear. Good to be here, Aaron. On your fans' takeover day. Thank you very much for joining us. Literally, if the you know, 
midway through the day, you know, we're not even midway through the day, but mi- at lunchtime, you need someone, you know, just just to see a friendly face and Absolutely. see you two gents. Usually, I see you nine thirty on a Friday or nine o'clock on a Friday night, and we have all sorts of fun. You know, we whip the seven incher out. Roy Green, absolutely Whoa, brilliant. Steady on, steady, steady on. Seven inch LP, steady on. Seven inch LP, record. You're not record, go- John. Record. You're not going Roy to the, Green, the let them all come down to the dead. Do you not no. play the twelves? No. We don't. We only have a seven inch player. Let them all come down to the dead. Roy Green. Oh, you know, Let's move on. Absolute banger of a tune. Bang. It is a. It is a banger. It's, it's a tradition. It's an old tradition. Thank you very much. Well, actually, he said but, but to move me. Move on, John. I he think. said. He said to me, "You're going to love these two Millwall guys because you know they're not your typical Millwall." fans they're really nice guys but i do i love the mill when i go down there they're great the the you must actually, have played played there a few I, times Sean, I, didn't you? yeah I, and the mill fans were great when i go down there with sky um yeah. down there they you know it's, it's good banter they do give it to me but it's it's nice banter but you know i love the passion they, yeah. there's nothing quite like the first time i played at millwall was back in herlock Stevens, I think um, that long ago was it? Was yeah, it really? Stevens. I think you had Danny, you might even have Cascarino and Sheringham playing yeah. up front, and that was tough. That, that was that a, a real hostile Cold coffee. Lane. Yeah, go take corner right. in the corner. You know, coffee all over you. You know, dogs <laughs> abuse. I mean, oh, <laughs> that was that was proper proper baptism of you are. are I'm going to break your leg, you little bat, bat, beep 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 beep. Um, yeah. yeah, that was interesting times, but you know, obviously, you've moved to the new den. That yep. I think that was a big thing to get away from the old den, the new den, and you know, you sort of threatened to 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 really progress and go forward, uh, Millwall. Well, but it's never really quite happened. No, we, we, I mean, the, the, the aim of the move was to um, achieve top table status, type, you know, Premier League. Um, that's never really happened. It was a bit of a financial curse for a while, wasn't it, the new stadium, Harry? Yeah, we went in the administration, didn't we, quite Yeah, in yeah, the late 90s. So, um, I think it's kind of like taking, taking yeah. one forward and two back, but... Yeah, we, we seem to get good teams and then it all goes wrong, you know, yeah. and, then, and then we have a few years of um, fallback. That's, that's the Millwall way. That's yeah. basically been all the 2000s, isn't it? We well, even, even so the, yeah. How long ago is it? Did you get a cup final with Dennis? Yeah, and yeah. we should have really Gus. Yeah, yeah, we should have gone up that season though. The cup final kind of ruined yeah. us, to be honest. We got West so Ham got promoted that season yeah. in, in our place when and we took our eye off the league and the cup final was the be on end. Yeah. But now you've got the man, Neil Harris. Absolutely. He's been there three years now. Unbelievable! He's got his feet under. I really like Neil. Yeah. Uh, he seemed like one of those guys. It was maybe really nice guy, <laughs> striker. Again, there wasn't really a lot to say to suggest he was going to make a good manager. But he just taken no. to it like duck to water. The fans absolutely love him. But he's doing a great job. He's doing a fantastic job. He's totally one hundred percent Millwall. I mean, I can't think of anyone else that would um, come close to him. Um, and he's, you know, I, I think you're right. It was, it was, there was a slight. It came to us after Ian Holloway left, which yeah. was, um, you know, um, not great um, and he's done a fantastic job with us um, there's probably a slight sense of surprise that he was, he was managing the under 19s under 21s under 21s yeah. um, with some some moderate success to but there's nothing really yeah, to indicate nothing that and, suggest, and, yeah. and the thing is they only brought him in to be honest with um, with Steve Lomas to kind of negate the, the growing pitchforks to get rid of Lomas when we brought Lomas in I mean the, with Livermore yeah. Um, yeah yeah so yeah. they brought them both yeah. back in to try and negate the damage that had done between the fans yeah, and the right, thing yeah. got rid of him I think he had one game in charge before we got Holloway and we got a thump 5-0 away at Southend. and have got to be at Southend. Um, but he's, no, he, I mean, what's surprising is he's, he's, he seems to approach it in a really modern 
scientific yeah. management way. I don't know if that's the yeah, right term. No, but it, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, he's, he's not... Um, I think he's embraced the sports science and yeah. the new modern thinking. and He understands really the emotion of the club, yeah. um, but he's also got that side of it, you know, the scientific side of it. And yeah, I think that's not, interesting. Yeah, it's not just kicking... I've a lot of, been reading a lot of reports, obviously, championship predictions. It's a lot of... The media seem to think that we play long ball. To be honest, we do at times, but a lot of the time we play it on the full. We play with two proper wingers, or we did the second half of mm. last season proper old-fashioned get it wide get it flung in there i don't think that's long ball i think that's no. just using your strengths if you've got two big target men in the middle it, it works for us it works for burnley when they do it in the premier league I, yeah. I don't understand there's more than one way to win a football match everyone can't be man united everyone can't be man city everyone can't be liverpool so you man have united to find play long ball what you yeah, man, united yeah. back, man united back four always play with wide players we saw get it into the front man get it wide fullbacks get forward overlap you know, simple, but really effective. I, I, I kind of miss that kind of football. You know, it's, this 4-3-3 three, three yeah. tends to get bogged down, and I don't think it's as good to watch. I mean, the World Cup was really exciting, but, you know, it's just trends all the time, isn't it? it we, yeah, it's trends. I'm thinking of Reading last season. We, we saw Reading under, under Yap Stam, and they came to the den, and yeah. it was honestly... I mean, they, they kept possession. It was triangle football in their own half. Yeah. Uh, they managed Plain to get themselves orange. a goal ahead, but <laughs> honestly, it was the most boring spectacle. Yeah. Um, we managed to claw it back in the end, but um, as, as a, would you want to go and watch that week in, week out? No, I don't think so. Are they knock it. I like this idea that in the championship, if you knock it around in your own half, you're playing good football. Beautiful football. <laughs> this yeah. idea that Norwich do it a lot. Teams yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the teams. Derby. Yeah. yeah, the teams that yeah. are just on the edge that are always put as dark horses. You know, I'm, I'm going to guess that tonight we'll see a boring nil-nil. I, I just can see it because... Frank Lampard will probably try and play nice football and Reading and try and play for try and play. Yeah, I always say football's a really simple game complicated by coaches. There's the ball. <laughs> there's the green stuff. Go and play. Well, yeah. But that's true. I mean, if you go back to the, the great Bill Shankleys and the Brian Cloughs, did they mess about with tactics too much? I think they got great players and they told them to, yeah. within, a, within reason, go and do what you do. And that's, yeah. that's the way to Man management's it. underrated, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's the thing. Look at the difference. England with probably the same kind of squad with Southgate in 2014 probably would have done a lot better than what they did under Roy Hodgson. I know Hodgson done well at Palace last season, but it's whether or not that particular group of players likes what you're saying, what you're doing. Tomorrow's yeah. game going to no, be an interesting absolutely. one, because we've got Middlesbrough tomorrow under Tony Poulis, yeah. um, who maybe is perhaps the only other manager I can think of, apart from maybe Neil Warnock, who truly gets and understands what's required at a place like Millwall, and is unafraid of what others will call direct football. He, he, he knows what he wants, and he's effective, yeah. and I, I've got a lot of respect for Tony Poulis. I think he's a, a strong manager, so it's going to be an interesting... Um, contest tomorrow I think absolutely despised by the majority of the footballing world yes, but a, is. a Millwall yes, fan appreciates Tony Pulis I don't, I don't love understand it. I love don't it. understand I wouldn't say that I, no, no. do you think so yes Tony Pulis <coughs> well, yes. he's, 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 he did an incredible job at, he does uh, incredible jobs Stoke. at Stoke yeah um, and he, but he's, it's, it's this simple. long ball well they played rugby in their initial season of the Premier League it was brilliant I love watching it but a lot of people and especially I call them the Twitterati they're the ones who say going oh Meza Ozil just got fouled by a Stoke player by, you know, who was it there in, in their Eduardo, midfield? Eduardo, wasn't Ab it? Abdullah no, Foy, Abdullah Foy just <laughs> hacked him down. Oh, no. We can't play our tiki-taka style again. You know what, mate? I enjoyed it. It was good quality. <laughs> to be watching. fair, they're the kind of people that just sit indoors. They've never been to a game and they just watch everything on Sky. Yeah. They're don't not the ones that don't understand what it's like. So as fans, I mean, this is always the problem. Yeah. It's But it's about results. 
As a manager, you are judged by your results. And as fans, you do you know what? If you win, everything's forgiven. Um, if, if you win, everything's forgiven. Yeah. Um, the problem is you can start to analyse it. And, and how, what, what do you hope this year? Would you rather Neil went a little bit more Route 1 and won more games? Or would you, you know, totally we'll to survive. S or we, we've got to survive. Oh, no, so you've, got, you've no. got to do what? Yeah, we've got to I do mean, what? It's a tough league. Absolutely. It's a great Absolutely. league. I mean, I'm delighted to see, see Millwall in, in the championship. and But it's a tough league. When you look through the clubs now, and it's getting tougher and tougher. It's a tough league, and the trapdoor in the League One is a big one. You yes. know, that's, that's a very different feeling in yeah. League One, third division football. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you do get teams, and no disrespect to them, they're bringing a coach load of fans. Um, whereas in the championship, it's very much big Proper. teams. It's, Proper. you know, Forest and Leeds. It's yeah. basically the Premier League so, light now, isn't it? It. No, it is. The we championship can't, we can't is an incredible place to On the last show, we counted 21 teams out of 24 have been in the Premier League Premier. at some point. And what is it, 50 points? What stayed up last year? I can't quite remember, but you, you, you often talk 50. about 50, 55. Yeah, 50 is the target. Yeah. To start, which is a lot of points, because... You know, you're almost talking about 75 to be in the playoffs. You know, you know, it's yeah. almost like the, the yeah. margins between the going down and, and sort of yeah. getting in around those playoffs. Is I think it's fine. tough. The thing is, there's probably eight teams that you could look at quite easily and make a case from going down. I think we're not in those eight teams, which is... I, well, we shouldn't be. No, I don't think we should be. The I only mean, thing I think for us is the, is the resources available yeah. to get stretched. In. I think that's the problem is we will now be, because of how we played last season, overachieved massively, could have gone up. We're very unlucky, I think, yeah. looking back in the cold light of day, not to go up. I think a couple of results early on and Jordan Archer cost us, um, which we'll get on to <laughs> later. Oh, <laughs> here we yeah, go. Jordan what? Archer, bingo, listeners. It's 15 minutes. 15 minutes got 15 minutes, minutes in. Ticket, 15 won. minutes. <laughs> no, I, I'm, to be fair, I will say this. Obviously, Jordan's come out this morning and put um, an article at the news at then saying that he um, understands that he made too many errors last season and that he feels more comfortable with the new coach behind him and he feels he's more active in training with him. If that's a little dig at Kevin Pressman's weight, I don't know what is. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, he's come out. He's put, he's put his hands up. I, I mean, there's, I mean, I could make a joke about him putting his hands up, but I'm not gonna. Um, but yeah, you know, he was, he was brilliant or awful. There was no in between with Jordan last season. He is on his day the best goalkeeper in the division. I think best goalkeeper outside the Premier League on his day. But his day is a one in five, and you can't be a one in five when you're no. a keeper. No. So. If Jordan saves six points this season, those six points would have got us in the playoffs. I don't think we've got worse. I think the signing of Salak's been better, and I think we'll push on. I really do. Poor Kevin Pressman is currently wiping his tears away with a nice loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Lump We're of lard. 12.45 is Love Sport. Yep, it's Love Sport Radio 12.48 across uh, the capital. Now, John, in 1989... Yeah. Yes. You were playing for... Palace, am I right? Nine, nine, yeah, yeah, I, I would have been... Mm, 20? 20. 20 years 20, old. I went on loan to Swansea, and then we came back and we got to the cup final that year. Yeah? How, how, how was that for you? It was brilliant, fantastic. Uh, Ian Evans was uh, assistant uh, to Steve Koppel. He got the Swansea job. And then when I went into Steve Koppel, I was like, oh, I need to go out on loan. I, I really want to play some football. So I said, um, OK. And then he says... Um, you know, Swansea have come in for you. I thought I was thinking of somewhere a little bit more closer to home, and he was like, "Well, it's Swansea or nowhere." So, but I actually loved it. Brilliant club, uh, fantastic. We we were in Europe as well. I, I played in Europe um, with your Chris Coleman's, Andy Melville's. Um, okay. Question, yeah, fantastic. Question time. though, what do you know about Paul Goddard? Paul Goddard, 
fantastic uh, little West Ham player. Yeah. Isn't he? Um, well, did you know that in December 1989, yes. Millwall paid £800,000 for the services of Paul Goddard? I did know that, actually, yeah? yeah. Which is currently still their transfer record. Although... You're joking. No, ever. Remains ever. Ever. Oh, yeah. 800 grand. They, they yeah. signed a player worth... How much yesterday? What, he, he, five sc- point, five what you point sell? five million quid. Do you know? According to Football Manager, we which is what Sky Hang used. on a sec. Hang on a sec. Yeah. I can remember. Didn't Ron Nodes... Oh, Ron did Nodes. you buy? You buy? I mean, we bought Chris Armstrong. Sorry, I'm thinking about Chris buying. Chris Armstrong was at the den and he uh, he went to Palace. He went to Palace for one and a half million. Great player, but yeah. I think I went top... to Spurs as well after Palace. He went for yeah, four and a half million. I think the top So you sell. bought Goddard for, we bought for Goddard. 800. That's yeah. your top price yeah, of ever paid. And he was, bought to re- to wow. he was bought to replace Teddy Sheringham and Tony Casper. <laughs> 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 he oh. scored one goal. When I saw Goddard's goal, it was, a, it was against Manchester City in an FA Cup replay at Moore. And it went in off his backside, really? and that was the only goal he ever scored for the last. You're joking? He was awful. Did Paul he Lake, used to? I he, remember he used to roll his shorts up. He could roll. He, he had. He, that's when shorts were shorts. He, he arrived obviously with his West Ham connections. Yeah. He was, um, well, as, as you know yourself. How when do you, you guys? You guys don't really like West Ham too much. Mm. Do you guys like anyone? No. <laughs> Fulham managed to make their way a lot higher last I, season than what other teams did. Fulham I seemed always, to jump a lot higher. I always find this amazing, you know, the, this rivalry thing. But you know, who do you who do you guys dislike the most? I hate West Ham. You hate passion. West, right. But I'm from I'm from the wrong side yeah. of the wall. I live okay. West Ham way, so oh, I am oh, oh. West West Ham is the traditional right because um, en- you're quite close, really. That in very geographic, they're very very similar not, fans. And then after that, clubs. Palace, um, Palace, Palace. Okay. I, suppose. I suppose it depends what side of the water you're from. Like it's yeah. Cholton Palace and West Ham are sort of the three by themselves. Yeah. I would think Palace hate. Brighton and then I would yeah, say Millwall, Millwall and then Charlton that's a railway line rivalry isn't yeah, it you know, I've, I've never got that, that I think it's because who's got the worst mascot I was, Seagull I was, or I was hoping to segue the Paul Goddard bit into oh my god they signed Yuri Skalak we have signed Yuri Skalak um, but we that haven't broken the, the record have we exactly it, the record's still there but right. it might it might go I presume it'll be one of those ones where after Seriously. he plays a certain amount of games he'll get another need, load of money you need an I or an O on the end of your name to be any good he'll be rubbish Skalak it's nothing he's fantastic that's you need, an eye. you need an eye or an eye. Good player. Oh, is he? Really, is he good? really, really good. I haven't seen him. He's the most exotic player Millwall brought to the den since... Uh, Christoph Kinney. No, Christoph Kinney. That's Suriname. Who, who, <laughs> I was going to say, looking at what you've brought in, Scal- that, is that undisclosed? Is undisclosed, that? Undisclosed yeah. fee. I would imagine wages would have been part of the... There's a bit like a week-long conversation, which also involved his barber. His barber um, really? jumped the gun. Well, this oh, is, yeah. <laughs> good luck to you in Rob, Millwall. <laughs> only at Millwall. Rob Harvey? I don't, I don't know Rob Harvey. He's but Brighton he's, as yeah. well. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Argos um, journalist down there, I think, isn't he? No, Rob Harvey was um, yeah. the player, the other player Brightling who signed. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's 17. That? <laughs> yeah. That's and what. And Murray Brian Wallace. So yeah, yeah. Spent, is there going to be any money? Is he going to. No, there is no, money. There, there is no money. There is no money. That's the, that's the no. problem. Right. There is no money. Um, I think the club spent a lot of their money with this CPO that's still rumbling on. Um, this is the threat to the stadium. Uh, so. Which we've, we've had a lot of. Um, uh, grief with Lewisham Council uh, want to take over parts of the land around the stadium, which would force us out of the den, basically. Really? We, would, we wouldn't be able to so go that's up. A, that's a drain of resources. If we did go up, because wow. according to the Premier League rules, you have to be able to yeah. play on a 3G pitch at all time to have an academy status. Yeah. So we'd lose our academy straight away. Well, wow. Off one day. So 
that's the only way that Mill will make any money on players is to produce, to produce. their own. But from what I've seen of Skalak, I mean, I've seen a few clips. People have posted clips on, on online on YouTube. He looks pretty good. Yeah, in there, across um, the ball. Um, we we couldn't sign Marshall, Ben Marshall, last yep. season. Um, has went to Norwich, and he did a he did a real job. In fact, he was instrumental in many ways in the unbeaten run that took us so close to the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we failed there. Money money being a problem there but to sign him, but. I'm hopeful this this guy. Well, Scalic was Scalic was apparently first choice before we got Marshall. Um, basically, last January <clears throat> he'd done his ankle ligaments in, and Millwall yeah. attacked him for two transfer windows before that, oh. and couldn't get the deal over the line. So now they've finally got their man three transfer windows down the line. So. Uh, Marshall turned out to be not a bad player so now the fact that they've got their first choice just shows the recruitment team to be honest that's that's something that really has changed at Millwall under Neil Harris is the the level of recruitment has become from sort of we were signing under Ian Holloway we were signing people like Gary Taylor Fletcher Ricardo Fuller uh, Rob Hulse name some more there's some terrible oh, football there's, players there's, there. there's about 40 odd players just yeah Magi with injuries and this, this really basically well, it's more like a TK Maxx kind of style <laughs> of just buying a load of names <laughs> and throwing <laughs> them good, together yeah, some good stuff in yeah. TK Maxx I have yeah. to say well that's yeah. right at but some point you're going to come off with a decent t-shirt yeah you're hoping you've got to go for a load of well that's what Ian Holloway thought he was doing but unfortunately sort of we ended up with sort of a Dagnum Market kind of knockoff side that went down and then Neil come in and basically got rid of all those players and trusted the kids and has built a side basically around our work and I think that's what people can't work and out. S- and someone behind the scenes who I've known for a very long time, Scott Fitzgerald, yeah, who yeah, runs the academy, there. he's yeah. done an incredible job and, and you yeah. know it, yeah, it does. you know and, it, and as you said it's so key to produce players and work on that academy and I know um, he's doing great work behind the scenes so we've produced a good few youth players but I think there's a struggle really I mean I think the likes of Fred Ben Thompson um, one two others we're trying to break into a first team is actually now there's a little bit of a gap between some of these players that are coming through and, and, and the players we need to survive in the championship yeah. so, I think the, the um, step up from League One to the championship yeah. is bigger than probably what it's ever been I think the championship standard yeah. because of yeah. the money from the Premier League is that and you look at the money that's being spent in the Premier League this season, is that because the deals are coming so late, it's putting more and more pressure on the teams that don't have the money, yeah. such as Millwall. You're looking at QPR now in financial trouble with transfer embargoes. You look at all this is coming because of the amount of money not filtering down, and that's only going to get worse. So. But our recruitment has been excellent. We've signed, last season, we signed a guy called Jake Cooper. We've fended off interest this yes. season from Glasgow Rangers to yeah. keep hold of him. That's been great. Um, James Meredith in, in left back. I think he's been a great signing as well. Good player. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the quality of the recruitment, I think, which is, has to be spot on to, for us to survive, has, has really uh, stepped up. So that's that's. And that's the thing really is, when, when we sell players, we've, we've never been very good at selling players. I think Kale went for one and a half million. Saint like City. Yeah. Not some big for, fees. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You need, you need so 10, 15 million to come yeah, in. Exactly. So, you know, we've got probably players there. Marlon Romeo, um, Jeb another, Wallace. Another quality Another player. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you look at those players. If they go for six, seven, eight million rather than the one million, that can be spent in the team in the wages. And I think, I think Neil gets that. I think the business side is now being run. The squad's being treated as a business, as yeah. an asset, rather mm. than just... Oh, well, we we need to sell that player because he's going to be unhappy. Rather than going, well, actually, we'll talk to him and go. Look, you owe us really a little bit of loyalty. We found you, and we brought we brought. I mean, yeah. Jake Cooper, I see yeah. going the, the distance. Um, just looking at last season, the player of the season is Sean Hutchinson, who came from Fulham. Um, you know, another great prospect that uh, we, we we hope to uh, progress with. Exactly that. I mean, the academy of football. Let's 
call I'm 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 gonna call you guys. You, you guys are like the upcyclers of football. It's exactly what Millwall. Yeah, the there's, a, there's a touch of that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We'll be talking more Millwall after the news at One Is Love Sport. Good afternoon. Yeah, he's got yeah. it. He's caught it. The pronunciation is spot on, John. Millwall. I mean, the thing is, <laughs> Harry just shook his head when, when he heard the intro, the opening the opening bars this. But, Nick, this is one that you sprung on us last week. I did. Yeah, I It's did. the Millwall Tahiti Millwall remix. Millwall Tahiti remix. And that's the, the, the vocals are mine. Selector. Selector. <laughs> <laughs> I, can hear a, I can hear a collab with Big Nasty coming on. <laughs> it's, a, it's an album. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My, my dad bought years and years ago. It was easy listening. And I always uh, used to hear it as a kid and um, never went away. And you find it on YouTube, don't you? You know, you go looking for these things on YouTube and someone's posted it on, on, online. So... Uh-huh. I lifted it. If, if you if you search up Nick on Instagram, you're just gonna have pictures of him with a whole host of like famous rappers, just like yeah, it's session the studio guys, you know, creating some mad beats. He's actually the uh, author of Man's Not Hot. Man, Man's Not Hot because the air conditioning yeah, is yeah. on. <laughs> 
That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, let's get a press view on things. Jake Sanders joins us. Uh, Jake, good afternoon. Hi, Jake. Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks, Pam. I'm with John Slark, I'm with Harry and Nick from the Millwall Fan Show. Ashtung Millwall. Um, tell us, first of all, I mean, when I spoke to you yesterday initially, it was all a case of Scalat, Scalat, Scalat. It's calmed down somewhat, hasn't it? I mean, but, you know, a great signing for Millwall on a whole. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, it, it seems to be, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, a light for light for Ben Marshall. So, um, Harris, Harris is... Um, has wanted him for a few windows, so it seems a pretty good fit. Less than a million pounds, and I think it'll work out well, hopefully. Jake, it's Nick. Do you think he's going to serve up the crosses at, at Morrow and, and Gregory will get on the end of, mate? Do you think that's, that's his, um, you know, that's his, that's yeah, his prime definitely. Role? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he seems to be a good crosser of the ball, good set-piece taker. He, he got quite a lot of assists um, when Brian got promoted to the Premier League two years ago, so um, yeah. I think it's a very good fit, to be honest. One of my sources earlier on described him as having the work rate of uh, of, of Jed Wallace and the skill set of Christoph Kinney. <laughs> Yeah, as long as it's not the work rate of Christoph. Um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christoph Kinney's free kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a bit before your time. Kinney was a very jinky little winger going down in our 2000 2001 team. I mean, he was a, a yeah, just great about, talent. Just about remember Kinney. Almost as good as John Solarco for Crystal Palace at that time. Yeah, yeah. I saw J- uh, Jimmy Carter actually Jimmy in the week. Yeah, he's top Brady. plays, but he's back working at the club. I think he is. He's got in the like commercial. A match day, match day yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that, that's good. But yeah. Jake, where do you think we're going to finish this season, mate? What's your prediction for the season? You think we're going to um, challenge or? Um, um, I think mid table. I know it's a safe option yeah, to say, yeah. but I'd probably say somewhere around twelfth to sixteenth. Um, I don't think they'll go down, but I think they look a little bit. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying last season was a freak, but I'd be very surprised if they if, if, if Mill challenged for the playoffs this, this season. Jake, it's Harry. You don't you don't think twelfth to sixth, dear? Like like I do. You're, you're not convinced. You're a non-believer. You don't believe in miracles. You don't believe in the Messiah. You're not really. You're not real wall. We're going to start throwing all real, the te- all the stuff I, the, the stuff that I get on Twitter. Real um, wall. So yeah, I, I mean, get. Be prepared for that. Now you've said that on the radio. <laughs> on the radio, um, I, I think we'll I think we'll do a little bit better than that. I think, like like you like you said, I think it. Not saying it was a fluke, but against the sides, if we'd done that all season, what we'd done from Christmas, and we kind of worked out a bit about ourselves. That Leeds result was, I think, a turning point for the squad, mm. and I don't think that confidence ever sort of went away. I think they lost a little bit of confidence against Fulham, but I think anyone would when. Um, when that goal went in, when you were so dominant for the first half. So I, I think the squad itself, in terms of um, its character, is probably one of the strongest in the division, um, just by its unity. But I, I agree with you. I think whether or not... If people don't if people try, must have known what we were doing by the end of last season. We didn't change how we played. So I don't really get this idea in the press that all of a sudden people are going to find us out. People should have found us out last season and couldn't stop No, I, I, I agree. It, it's not, um, not... Knowing what someone's going to do is one thing, but stopping it is another thing. Um, it doesn't matter what you do. If you... If you if, if you if Mill perform like they did at home in, in the last five months, they'll win more games than they don't, and away from home. Um, and to be honest, it's such an unpredictable league. A few wins in the championship, you get a bit of momentum. And then who knows? I'm not saying that they will definitely won't get in the playoffs, definitely won't challenge. But it's just, I'm just saying it, there's, there's a few better sides up there. But 
look, we've seen it before in the past with Burnley and Bournemouth, a bit of momentum, and then anything can happen. Huddersfield two years ago, no one would have said said that they would have gone up, so who knows? What held us back last season, Jack, was that very, very slow away form at the start of the season, really, wasn't it? If we could have turned around a few results and we came close a couple of times, a few results away from home, you know, the Absolutely. Uh, you know, we would have made up that gap at the, at the end of the season. Um, but I, I think the character shown in the unbeaten run was incredible, um, and I, 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 I'm with Harry. I think if we can show even a, you know, a three quarters of that again, we'll, we'll be, certainly be safe, and um, anything's possible once you get past January. I just think we're a little bit. No. I just think we're a little bit light up front, Jake. I think. Um, yeah. If, no. If, I, I if there was, if there was one position that um, Neil, I'm sure, is still working on, I think the Bradshaw thing rumbled on. And obviously, Barnsley have decided that he's going to stay. He hasn't gone to anyone else. So I think that's a conscious decision by Barnsley, not by Millwall, to say, to say no. Um, so I don't know. No, do you know, I, I do you know of another target that we, that we can exclusively reveal? I mean, <laughs> um, there have been rumours of, of a few Premier League loan players, but I don't mm. think anything... I think that's just your standard rumours. Fans putting two and two together. There's, there's nothing... That confirmed links. As you know, Harris never, never name dropped. So no, um, there's no one I can reveal. If, if there was a, if there was a, a signing go, going on, do you think that would spell the end for Fred at the club this season? You think he'd go out on loan if that was to happen? To be honest, this is my personal opinion. Others might, I might disagree with me. If we all bought in another striker, I, I, I'd, I'd be tempted to, to get rid of Elliot rather than Fred. Um, I, I know Fred's very frustrating, and I know he's got a lot of haters, but. I do see something there. I've, I've seen him perform very, very well. I don't know if you remember Leeds at home last year in September. Yeah. Gregory was suspended and he started and yeah. he was unplayable that day. But yeah. the problem is he's, he's too inconsistent. He's way too inconsistent. I did a, I asked a question out on Twitter uh, the other day. If, if Gregory um, didn't start tomorrow, which it looks like he is, who would you want to start? O'Brien, uh, Elliot or Fred? And no one really wanted Fred to start. So... He's got a lot of haters, but I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't sell him. I, I wouldn't. Definitely not. I, I, I definitely be tempted to get rid of him. I, I, I like Fred. I, I think there's a real player in there. I think it is the consistency. I think I've, I've said it before on this show that Millwall, we have a problem. It happened with Marquez as well. That and it, it's happening with Ben Thompson. And it's happening with Sid Nelson. If you've got any kind of link to Millwall long term, people seem to feel that you need to have some kind play of play out your skin. Yeah, yeah you have to yeah, be the yeah. best player. You have to be the new Neil Harris, shall we say, to 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 justify you being paid by the to club. The way I look at it is, if you're a product of the academy, if, if anything, they should go the complete opposite way and give you a chance and say, look, you know what? I agree completely. We, we, should, we should stay off his back. I mean, I'm a Tottenham fan. Look what happened with Harry Kane. People went, got all over him and said, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, give him time and look what's happened to him now. Look, I'm not saying Fred's going to be the next Harry Kane, but you know what I mean? Give him time. Mm. It's tough. I think I think Aiden O'Brien's had a big season as well here, Jake. I mean, there's a few players maybe at a bit of a crossroads. I think Aiden, for me, is is, is a great goal scorer. I think he's he's a striker. We, we play him on the on the wing because we don't don't know what else to do with him. But I, I think he's a great striker, and and this is big. No, I agree. I I, I absolutely agree. Um, I, I think um, a very good finisher, and yeah. um, and um, he scored. What did he score? About eighteen, nineteen goals in League One. In League One, yeah, seventeen. I think I think. I think he's a finisher. I think he'd be he'd be better up front. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, the problem is though, you have got to be looking at next season, thinking Morrison's not going to play every game. You, you play O'Brien and, and, and Gregory, two smaller guys. Would would that work? Probably not. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. 
Jake, the line is uh, is getting fairly patchy, so I think we leave it there. Thank you, though, for joining us, Jake Sanders, uh, journalist covering uh, Southwark News. I think Jake there you go. For for, for yeah, he, he covers news more. at Dan and Southwark News. I think there you go. Top man, thank you very much for joining us. Twelve minutes past one. Good afternoon, Slough Sport. One Millwall fan, a voice, because we've had a question in, um, and I, I've spotted that you replied to it. It's from Craig Jones. He says, "Can Harry please comment on Archer admitting that his poor last season did he feel vindicated, or is this a case of Archer acknowledging that his standards must be higher?" Look, you went kind of into it, but I want a full blown Archer um, rant because I know, I know. Look, you run the Jordan Archer fan club. Okay. <laughs> you, you're president, you're treasurer, chairman, <laughs> vice chairman. You, you do the tees. Yeah. <laughs> and also the 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 major Secretary. Sh- the major shareholder of the Ryan Sunnycliffe fan club. As That's well. right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But no, uh, Jordan Archer um, had a bad season by his standards, and his standards before were very good. He made a world class save, and I do not use that word word sparingly. A world class save to make Millwall end up in the Championship for last season at Wembley. Um, but he was from a distance last season uh, dodgy as anything he, he couldn't save anything from more than five yards yeah. so but he has come out today and acknowledged that he was at fault last season which he never does normally he's one of these people on social media which is very big now obviously he normally just blazes over it goes home sits with his dogs takes the dogs for a walk does whatever <laughs> right that's fine and that's fine but Millwall's a unique club where if you make a mistake and you hold your hands up for it we'll probably love you a little bit more than what we, we ate you. So I'm willing to forgive Jordan. I know we've got a new uh, new season, new goalkeeping coach who Jordan seems happy with. He's got new competition in Ben Amos. So, yeah, I suppose I'm willing to forgive and forget. He's our player at the end of the day, so I'd like everyone tomorrow not to get on his back straight away. At least let him make the mistake before we judge him. Um, <laughs> so, you, you know, at the, end I mean, of the, at the end of the day, he's our player. If you don't back, if you're not going there to back them, I don't care what you say to anyone else on the other side. But back our players, mm. make it as hostile as you like for everyone else, and you know what will happen. We'll win more games at home than what we lose, and hopefully we have another season like we did last year. You can't have you keep making mistakes. No, he made a few, John. If you've got a keeper that's making mistakes regularly, there is a massive problem. Who's the Um, best keeper you played with? Nigel Martin. Oh, you can't beat him. Nigel didn't make mistakes. The Cornish. I can't remember. Nigel got sent off at Sellers one night playing Wimbledon. I had to go in goal. It was was when they didn't have a goalkeeper (laughs) on the bench. (laughs) Absolutely terrified. But Nigel Martin didn't make mistakes. How many did you concede? In in training... He didn't answer that. (laughs) Exactly. in, In training, you... It was so difficult to beat. When you play against a top goalkeeper, um, it's very hard to beat a goalkeeper in training, let alone uh, in games. And, and the modern football seems to move, though, John. Um, it seems to move in the air. I don't know if it. We saw a few in the World Cup, didn't we? There was a few top keepers. Yeah. Um, I don't think that helps any. Yeah, do you remember those old mitres? They were heavy as anything, and they pick up all the water <laughs> off the floor as well. Because <laughs> what we used to do is they would, you get get they, they'd be like three or four balls that they use for yeah. matches, and after three or four games, they they'd come down to the training ground, and then when when that plastic came off them. Yeah. They would get water in them, and they were so heavy. I mean, it was a disgrace, really. And we would be playing, we would be training with balls that just weren't fit for purpose. Now, I think they tra- change the balls every... Literally, literally, literally it would be a case of it's on the training ground, so- co- soaked in no. water, someone's running, Salako's broken his foot. How? Well, he's just smashed yeah, the ball, he's trying to take a free kick. Yeah, your knees and backs, are, ankles are ruined 
from those days. See, in Jordan's case, I mean, he struggled with balls that moved in the air. I mean, I, I think that was the problem. It would, right. it would drift in the air and he had time to think but and he would get got, it wrong. He's a great he's instinctive goalkeeper, very good shot stopper, okay. very good... Um, well, he's okay. some, some point blank it's, the, yeah. it's the hardest position to Absolutely. play on the football pitch, and but simply, you've you've got to minimise your mistakes. You can't make no. you can't make mistakes regularly. I otherwise, goalkeeper's mistake costs a goal. Yeah, a striker you, can you, miss a yeah. Three but that's why on. it's the toughest position. You've yeah. got to concentrate long periods without any action. But when you've got to make when you've got to make a save, that is when yeah. you earn your money. I think we sat here last season. We worked it out. It was twelve or fifteen points he cost us in the end. We had a you did a full-on calculation. We yeah. had a similar situation at Palace where yeah. um, we had Alex McCarthy. Um, okay, yeah. And, and I'm trying to think, uh, sorry, Henning, I'm uh, sorry, oh, Wayne Hennessy. Um, and they were two of the best keepers I've ever worked with, talent-wise. They were six foot six, six foot seven, and they were incredible. Incredible young talents, but they were prone to bit mistakes and it yeah. would put them under pressure and as coaches and managers when you look at that and you're sitting there you just couldn't trust them and we had a lad um, Julian Speroni he's an absolute him. legend right yeah. he's only 6-1 um, but the he, he trains like a tro- best trainer I've ever seen nicest lad just love the game his concentration never makes a mistake doesn't you know he's not going to come and dominate his box or he's not going to you know he's not the most visually you know he's not the most commanding Mm. keeper yeah but didn't make mistakes but pulled saves out like you know he was incredible but he was inspirational because you felt safe with him behind you and when you have a keeper that every now and then miss kicks it or you know he's going to sort of drop one in you go what happened there or you know you're going to concede a goal that you shouldn't have conceded and what Julian did he gave you belief because he'd make a save out of nowhere you know and he'd, he'd lift you those kind of things change games don't they big changes saves is- massive massive um, impetus and massive confidence booster for you out on the pitch and for the fans and for everyone and, and they, they, there's just a difference different types of keepers and you know Julian still came our in our season ended against Fulham five minutes into the second half um, shot from distance uh, Jordan unfortunately spills it straight into the path of Ryan Sessegnon bangs it away that was mm. effectively I think that was the end of our season yeah, I mean, uh, and it was one moment and yeah. that's cost and for 45 minutes previously Millwood battered for them yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they openly admitted that was their hardest game of the season afterwards that they were under a full house at the den under lights on a Friday yeah. night and they had, Millwood had two goals disallowed that was yeah. a key game, game as well uh, towards yeah. the end, wasn't no, it? Was it? Yeah. Three games from the end but of the it's, season. It's you know, that so. I remember that one mistake costs yeah. everything in that particular case. So it's a very lonely position. That was great for the momentum because obviously, from Fulham's point of view, they you know they were yeah. still chasing that that, that second the place, but they, they were still looking to keep the yeah, run going. Yeah, it was the two informed teams, weren't it? Yeah. They, they got second one shortly. But yeah, you guys were flying. Yeah, yeah. always says that Sasserilich was his favourite keeper to play with. Sasha Rilic, do you know what? Fantastic talent, but uh, you know, good mate of mine, loved him at the time. But again, you know, he made those saves in the penalty that actually got Charlton up. I mean, legend. But again, Sasha was prone to the odd mistake, and that's what uh, stopped uh, see, him being a top, top keeper. He had uh, the talent, uh, talent, but Dean Kiley was reliable. Uh, the Dean Kiley wonder. Dean Kiley didn't make mistakes. Dean Kiley was reliable. Great shot stopper. Sasha was more talented. Where was Heath? Um, I don't know. They, they were all gone, weren't they? Dean no, he was brave, wasn't he? Dean, Dean. I mean, literally just stuck his head in. Dean anyway. would put his um, 
He probably did put his face in a little bit too much. Yeah. I've I've seen her, didn't want to be a keeper. Do you know, you've got to be so brave and a bit of a nutter to be a keeper. Oh, they're different, aren't they? Got no, different breed. They yeah. used to be. I don't think there's personalities anymore. No. Where, Casper, where are all the... Casper Smichael's probably the only one who's still got Buffon, a bit of that of him. What Buffon, about? Buffon's I mean, well. the penalty shootout, was it... Um, who did they... Get? Oh, brilliant. The Three boy. out of four penalties in this oh, still last. Yeah. Was, it was incredible. I love that. I love that. Croatia. As a, as a neutral watching the penalty yeah. shootout, shootout uh, are great, but... Casper Schmeichel, do you think he's top, top notch? Do you know what? To be fair, if I was Liverpool, I would have bought him over Alisson. Really? Would you? Yeah. Do you no, know what? I know the and this is, yeah, talking about keepers, Schmeichel, I felt, used to make the odd ricket, but he stopped that now. I think he's he's almost the real yeah. deal now for me. Yeah. Schmeichel, he just he stopped. Be- he, when he was younger, he believed his own hype. I when think you're too talented, I think you sometimes rush things and yeah. you make mistakes trying to be a little bit too clever for your own good. I think... Yeah. Sometimes you've got to be the, really... The thing for him, guys, is he was thrust into the Man City first team at, like, 18. Yeah. And then they signed Joe Hart, that Isaacson as well, the Swedish keeper. And then they got all the money, and they're like, yes, yeah, see him, mate, you're off to Leeds. Yeah. And they packed him off to Leeds, and he played League One football and championship football. Come he went at Notts County. He went all all through the pyramids, ended up at Leicester. Yeah, he went to that weird Notts County six-week... M- Monroe Finance. Yeah, the one Sven where Sol Campbell turned up there, and they didn't have the money to pay the milk bill. Sven Do you remember that? Yeah. That was... Yeah, yeah Monroe yeah. Finance. But he's another one, Joe Hart. Yeah. Very talented, massively talented, but makes mistakes. Yeah. Guys, let's take a quick break. We're going to be coming back. We're going to be previewing the fixture down at then tomorrow. It's it's not the, the den, is it? This is it the den? Is it the den? Yeah. Yeah. Sure it's it's the, den. Den. the new den. The, the what? Well, it's the just the den, den now. It's the den, it? mate. Yep, it's the den. The Lewisham Council. The Lewisham Council Arena. 122 is <laughs> I really want to use this word now. No, um, you can't say it. John's, John's so, telling so, all the best so, stories off air. So, there's some anecdotes here that can't been, be told on air. It's been right. a long, hard summer. Is it all going to come to fruitation? Yeah. yeah. Fruitation. <laughs> Wouldn't it? It's the transfer window <laughs> part of fruitation. Wouldn't it be great if we could sit here and just tell stories without getting into any trouble and anyone getting upset? Truth be told, like, I look. You know, you you ex-players, I love you the bits, but there's certain ex-players now that I can't actually listen to because they've told stories about (laughs) people and they're just lies. No, seriously. I mean, there are some strange people. I mean, we're talking about strange people. How strange was Patrice Ever in the World Cup? He came with his little bow ties. But but he came over as like a little bit of a weirdo. I was just like, wow. It's because he was sitting next to the, you know, know, the the, the couple of female pundits and literally they'll say something and go, Oh, you know what you're on about. Like, come he kind of congratulates any any, any Luco and congratulated her for making a point that was relevant. I wouldn't do that. She's a lawyer, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was kind She's of done quite well. <laughs> I have to say, I mean, we, we were just talking off air about some of the strange um, ex footballers that there are. Um, it's a big world of football. I suppose you're going to get all sorts. Yeah, of you're going to get a few weirdos. <laughs> and anyway, we've only got a few minutes left because this hour just flies. Uh, but is it going to come to? Fr- isn't it come to fruitation? Fruitation. Fruitation. Um, Millwall. Top, tomorrow's top a big ten. test. Tomorrow's a big test. I think Middlesbrough are going to be hard, stern opponents. Pulis knows his way round. Uh, he knows what the den's like, and I expect it to be a physical battle. Um, I think we can prevail tomorrow. I think we'll do okay. I think we'll survive. Adam Triore, I think he just signed. He just re-signed him. I think yeah, that's a big like, signing. He's. Do yeah. you know what? It's the quickest lad I've ever seen. I swear. Um, but yeah. he's got to slow himself down. Just brainless at times, but when he's on well, song, they sold Bamford, didn't they? They sold yeah, Bamford's Bamford to, gone to Leeds. I think to Leeds. Um, I I worked with Adama Traore. Hmm. Are you sure? I thought I read somewhere that no, 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 no. Adama Traore is the one who's got injured in a pre-season game, and yeah. was going to move. He was going to move to Wolves, and now he's suing Middlesbrough. He's suing because they played him. Because they played him, and he they'd agreed. <laughs> no, is he, is he not? 
re-signed okay no 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 they, they were going for an 18 million it was an 18 million yeah i thought he was on the verge fee. of moving but and, and he's taking he, legal action well he got injured so he's seeking legal action because i thought he was leaving but they'd convinced him to stay but. i mean surely if you're gonna do that he should have just harbored that resentment get picked <laughs> and just play rubbish <laughs> and just got the money Aaron, surely that's you can't easier. they can't you're paid to play for Middlesbrough. Yeah. That's what your contract... But he, you he, can't he then sa- say, I was going to move and I had to play. But no, he's saying that because the club's apparently agreed a fee. And they've agreed a fee I and think he, he was ready to I move. think it's always difficult. This one is a difficult lawyers, one. I think one I honestly lawyers. believe... One for any I do think if a fee's been agreed, um, you, sh- you shouldn't play. Uh, I know, it's a grey area that's come up, I think, in a lot did of Did that have happened to you? Yeah, it did. Um, where as soon as you think you're going to go and you've agreed a fee, it's just sod's law, isn't it? Basically, it, it you're really down. Is. You're down in tools, and it's when you come. You're not down in tools. You're saying you've agreed because if something happens, you've just got to be sensible. I've seen too many players. Is, get is that when you that? don't go in for a fifty-fifty? I can't. I can't. I. You can't. Dive I'd, I'd have to. No, you'd get sued. Libel, 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 libel. Don't need none of that round here. <laughs> anyway, back to the original point. Um, ex-footballers lie a lot, <laughs> <laughs> especially on oh, radio no, stations. Yeah. Normally, there's there's one story about a very, 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 very famous double European Cup, a European Cup winning manager that was told by another very, 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 very famous striker who has a funny accent like this, and um, he told it on on another radio station, and it was widely known that it was just the biggest lie ever, and it was freely told because uh, I think it was that manager's assistant manager came out and go mate none of that actually happened mm. like it never actually happened so like i, I take them all with a pinch of salt okay. yeah Apart you from have to, uh, i was gonna say is it more like just everything about wimbledon in their original it was just weird just entirely weird ha- have you seen sam hamam's eyebrows i've seen <laughs> sam hamam's eyebrows i've seen how much wally downs hates the cup winning side Mate, just all w- over that wimbledon documentary funny wally downs over that bt sport documentary original crazy gang member they have gone absolutely mental over it. They have stand-up rares in, like, after-dinner speeches. I'll tell you when Wally Downs wasn't crazy. is when Roy Keane <laughs> peanutted him <laughs> in the Reading in the Reading manager's office and goes, come on then, Wally, come on. In the Reading in the Reading manager's office and goes, come on then, Wally, come on. He goes, no, no, I'm a Sunderland fan. I promise I'm a Sunderland fan. <laughs> anyway, chaps, Millwall Borough, tomorrow, 3 o'clock kick-off, back at the den. Football is back. You're all going to sing Let Them Come. All come absolutely, down there, you? absolutely, gonna be, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going to be jelly, there. Jelly deals and a glass of beer? Uh, always, always, mate. Pie mash, you know, we're, we're there. What's uh, the I, score going to be? Uh, Millwall 2, Middlesbrough 1. 1-0 uh, Millwall, Morrison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I, I wish me all the best for this season. Oh, you palace. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. <laughs> no, I... Do you know what? I, I kind of find it fancy Millwall to get off to a good start. Um, tomorrow. 6-0 Millwall for me it's Love Sport Radio they're back Friday night next Friday night now from 9pm and we're going to have a changeover thank you very much John for joining me for the past three hours it's been an absolute it's pleasure emotion, thank it? you yeah no it's, it's been, been fantastic it's, it's flown by it has absolutely has we're back on the other side with a bit of Fulham Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.